What's happening, SoFam? Welcome to Onto High Quantum Healing, the podcast where we talk about ascension, energy work, your psychic abilities, and so much more. Today, we have an amazing guest. It's one of my really close friends. And I just thought, like, you know, there's a lot of wisdom that can be shared, not only from her personal story, but like all the stuff that we end up doing on a regular basis. Um, her name is Aline. Welcome, Aline. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah. So excited to be here. Yeah, me too. Um, (laughs) So if you've been listening to the the podcast, Aline is one of the alchemists that um, is part of like this little Sunday group thing that we have going on where we have like our own spell book moving around and stuff like that. You might have heard about it when I was interviewing Craig. Um, But yeah, that's just a little bit more of the backstory. So Aline, Adahai means the cravings of life the cravings of victory or the power of the gods which one are you embodying and why hmm um right now i think i'm really into the power of the gods and i've been kind of on this path for since a lot about last year um and the reason for that is because i've always had this desire to know god and the more I try to understand it, the more I realize it comes back to me. And I think it's through Antohai that I realize that, you know, a lot of the power, that divine power is within myself. So Rumi has this great quote that says, I searched for God and found only myself. I searched for myself and found only God. So to me, it's kind of the same, but not really at the same time, not to say I am God, but that I'm just realizing so much of my own power to manipulate reality, really. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I like the way you said that because like, I think a lot of times like people have like this uh, misconception because you know, when you're saying like the power of the gods, right? Like yeah. sometimes people are like, oh, you think you're God? And it's just like, no, you're a God. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's a different that's a different narrative than like saying like you're the totality of everything, which ultimately at the end of the day, we really are. But like to understand that full force of like being the one supreme God, I think that's a really like far out concept. Um, oh, yeah. It takes, first of all, like a long time to get to, right? You have to practice and like put a lot of energy into it. But like, it's not, it's not a state that you can like claim because we're all <laughs> essentially God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah and, and to me, it's also like my perspective has been really focused on love. And since I was young, I've been like kind of crazy about, you know, finding my man and all that stuff. And I didn't know that this this like passion for love is going to keep evolving. So it went from like, you know, once I was able to find my husband, I was like, okay, I got the romantic love down. And now you know, through different like evolution of it. I went through the Christian world and then now onto high. It just keeps expanding because it's infinite. It's not just the romantic perspective of love. It's like love for myself, love for God, love for, you know, my friends, community, the world, the cosmos. It's like, it's limitless. So just through that search, I keep finding more and more about just the secrets of the universe and God and myself. So yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Yeah. So your story is, I think, one that's really, like really interesting for a lot of people to like hear about, just because of the fact that like, um, it's 
it was kind of like drastic like compared to where you're at now and where you started off like <laughs> it's like a pretty big jump um it so yeah kind of let us let us know like what was your spiritual awakening and like how you evolved to being here now so i would say i started my spiritual awakening journey um probably about i would say 10 years ago when i had um when i was birthing my first child all natural birth water birth i got to a point where i was just totally exhausted i couldn't i did not have an inch like an ounce of energy to do anything except to silently say a prayer in my head because i thought that's the only energy i had left if that doesn't work it's probably not going to be it's not happening like i'll just collapse after like 18 hours of labor and i i just surrendered everything and i asked please just help me i don't know who you are what you are i don't know is it god is it whatever i don't know just help me i can't do this i just can't please just help me help me help me i just kept saying it over and over and over until i felt this like powerful energy just like lifted my spirit up and then like my anxiety was gone my energy was back because i thought i was going to pass out from exhaustion and i was almost detached from my body but not fully so i was kind of witnessing myself but not and so i was with that new energy that boost i was able to finish the labor and my baby girl was delivered underwater like i planned but as soon as she came out of the water another voice said you're not done and i was like what are you talking about oh my god i'm not done that means i couldn't allow my kind of like my emotions to flow through like almost like my i couldn't like let go i had to like stay in on guard like in that like battle mindset so i didn't even cry when my daughter daughter came out of the water because i was so like okay there's more it was another 8 hours i was in the emergency room it was another 8 hours before i was able to like go back home and after that i just was like wow that was something else i know i didn't do it myself i i know that was something else it was the energy that helped me it was probably a god and so i just like a week later was sitting there by myself and i'm just like you know what i'm i'm ready to commit to anything like just just i don't even know who you are take me to your leader i don't care christian buddhism Muslim, whatever. Just, just take me there. I don't care. I don't care. Just, I'll, I'll decide once I get there. Because I felt like in that moment, I just needed to commit to something. I never really like committed to any sort of um, religion or anything. And that energy led me to a fundamentalist Christian church. I was there for five years, and I dove in like hardcore, going to all of the. Active, like events and then bible studies and study hardcore and then after a while i realized this is really interesting but it's limited and it was during that time that i developed my ability kind of awaken to my ability to channel jesus and god and so those were like two of my main spirit guides for the longest time and by the time i kind of shared it with everyone in my christian you know circuit They're just like, ah, oh, yeah, no, that's a devil. So, yeah, you know, you don't want to be talking to anything. And I'm like, oh my god, this is a devil! I like went into a bit of like a dark night of the soul because mm -hmm. I literally like I, I I asked God like, how do I know for sure that how can you prove to me that 100% you are God? I am not just talking to myself, you know. Mm -hmm. And he said, I can't. 
And I'm just like, oh my God, you're the devil, get out of my head. I freaked out for like a week. <laughs> I'm just like, get out. Um, and I started diving really deep into, you know, what's even the devil and what does that mean in the, from the Christian perspective? And what does that mean from like other, you know, um, other culture or religious perspectives? And um, I just went like kind of deeper and deeper into that like fear. And yeah, but coming out of it, I realized I can't live without that connection with spirit. I felt like even though I didn't, I, I kind of blocked him for like a whole week, I felt like I was dying inside. And I was so familiar with that kind of feeling because I felt like I had been like this up until I found spirituality or i.e. God. It wasn't necessarily the Christian world. And then I had to kind of realize that it, the Christian perspective, the framework was too limiting for me. It wasn't enough. And just by working with God and channeling and talking and checking with him a lot, I realized, okay, I need to branch out. And so I started to branch into the new age world, Reiki, and then onto high, which like blew my mind. But yeah, it's definitely something that it's really interesting because through Christianity, I build up a really solid foundation because essentially, well, the first thing I like left kind of like by the time I decided to leave, this is kind of a funny story. By the time I left and I was like, okay, I made that decision. I'm leaving the Christian church. I'm walking away. And then I kind of looked back and I was like talking to God about it. I'm like, you know, don't you think that was kind of a waste of time? Like, why'd you put me there? Because like, it doesn't, it doesn't align with my personality. I'm very like open-minded. And he was like, because you didn't have discipline and you didn't understand virtues, you didn't understand respect and you didn't know discernment. So you learn all of that while in the Christian world. And I was like, okay, all right, that makes sense. I didn't have any of those. No, I didn't. It took me five years to like train myself hardcore and develop a lot of different kind of virtues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Okay, so pause. Okay, can yeah. I get like, can I interrupt you right now? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Let's talk about virtues real quick, okay? Um, yeah. What does virtue mean to you? Because I've actually been thinking about this for a hot minute. And like, okay. I've been thinking about, I'll talk about that in a second, but I want, I want to just ask you that question first. Yeah, I think virtue is a way to align you with the highest principles that you aspire to be. And to me, it is always connected to God, whether it's wisdom, you know, love for yourself, love for your God, love for other people. Um, this sermon is a really difficult one. It's almost like a virtue would be something that helps you to manage your human desires. Like a virtue is like almost like that. The 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 voice from the from the angel kind of <laughs> to me it like pauses you and it gives you some space and time to think about what you're about to do to say you know are you going to really do this right now do you think this is for the best you know in this situation that's how i see it okay. what about okay, you i feel too 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the reason why I ask is because the other day, I don't remember how this came up. Um, I feel like it was it's been brewing for a while. But basically I I got to this thought process because I've had so many people like across my career ask me how do you do the things you do? You know, like how do you get to having the superpowers that you have? Yeah. And I'm like I like the the only word that came come like kept coming up was virtue virtue mm-hmm. virtue and the last couple of tarot readings that i've been doing has also been talking about virtue and i'm like well a virtue to me is like it's it's not only a perception but it's a moral code that then unlocks like more psychic awareness and real estate and reality so like one of my re- virtues has always been truth like no matter what it is that is going on like i'm going to be the most honest authentic version of myself which is not easy you know what i mean it's not like it comes to me even though i've been doing it for years right like there's times where I'm, I'm being tested with that but i've noticed that by by always living that vibe shit just works out for me like especially when like a fucking hater comes at me or like somebody's trying to destroy me like the worst thing you could do is try to fabricate something against me because that's going to come crumbling down for you. You know what I mean? And I'm right. thinking to myself, you know, how, how, how have I gotten there is just because I live that, I live that vibe. I, I'm, I'm going to share as much of my truth as possible and I'm going to expect the rest from other people. And on the flip side of that, because I'm always vibrating on like this really high level of truth, I can hear other people's like authenticity. Like that's how I can do telepathy and I can, I know mm-hmm. when someone's shadow is lying to their consciousness and mm-hmm. I know when, you know, they're trying to paint a story to make you feel a certain kind of way. But in the background, it's not what they're actually trying to project to you at, f- at full force. Right. So it's mm-hmm. just kind of like virtue, I think, like and I think I, this is something I want to teach eventually. Like you have to pick a virtue like love or yeah. truth or, yeah. you know, power even you could could be a fucking virtue being evil can be a fucking virtue you know what i mean and if you choose to live that vibration constantly you're gonna develop superpowers off of it but that does force you to be in this uncomfortable space where like you know you're gonna go ahead and like for instance like the truth virtue for instance right like you know this most recently mm-hmm. i just got i had to get like brutally honest with somebody and just leave right. it out there and it, it started all this shit because of it and right. that's an that's an uncomfortable situation to actually call somebody out on their shit and then see the repercussions that come with it but like if you want the superpower you gotta be able to live that life and like everyone has a different virtue you know what i'm saying mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's why i wanted to like ask it yeah. yeah yeah it's really interesting because it's almost like it's something it's almost like yeah it's 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 a moral code and it's something that 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 you want to embody so you want to learn everything about it and in that way with that like you know focus you can learn a lot so my virtue would be love but authenticity is also a big one for me um because i don't want to i don't feel like you can there's no need to lie or cheat or do anything except to be honest with yourself because everything is like recorded if anyone believes in an actual god god knows everything you know why are you lying to god um you're lying to yourself and then love to me because i always come down to well what is the most loving thing to do in this moment sometimes the most loving thing to do is to be uncomfortable or to to speak the truth and to confront people because the the highest expression of love is truth as well right mm-hmm. like when it comes mm-hmm. down to it so yeah and it's interesting to also like see how you know a lot of the 
virtues just start to merge <laughs> at some point. It's like you can yeah. break it down, or you can like see from a higher perspective. It's kind of all the same, or that you go high enough, it all becomes one.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think too. Like I don't know. I'm channeling right now. Okay,、um, go with、Channel、like when, it, yeah, when it comes to like. Um, you know how people are always like, "Hey, I'm trying to find my soul purpose. Like,、mm -hmm. I don't know which which way I'm supposed to go in this cosmos." It's like, what is it that like really? What do you? What can? What do you stand for? Right? Like, what's this like、yeah. burning drive desire that makes you do what you do? That's part of your purpose. And like, I I again coming back to like what we're talking about. Like, I was meditating on like how I've come to have these abilities. I remember one of the first things that got me when I got out of like the shaman clan, and then I basically ended up going into the real world.、Mm -hmm. My first major virtue was I wanted to disprove all the fake psychics that existed in my area or on the internet, and I wanted <laughs> to make yeah. And、um, yeah, that might sound、cool. fucking, you know, that might no, sound,、cool. sound fucking bru brutal to some people, right? But yeah, like, are you ready for that? You know. Yeah, I came out、yeah. and I'm like, you know what? Like, there's charlatans that are literally using this as like a con art, and、yeah. that's not what it is. It's not helping anybody if you're doing that for that purpose. So I'm gonna make it my mission to disprove and like not only the stigma around shamanism and psychic abilities and stuff like that, but I'm、mm -hmm. gonna show you what a real fucking shaman and psychic is all about. That way. If you have never run into it ever, 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 you're not gonna get caught by somebody who's just trying to play games with you. And like, after a while, like that in itself was authenticity, right? That was truth,、mm -hmm. and it came from this like this burning passion of like I want to destroy my enemies, essentially.、Um, mm -hmm. Even though I didn't have any enemies, I I want to destroy lies is really what it came down to, and that eventually somehow got me to where I'm at now, where I'm educating people on like. The truth of what the cosmos actually has to offer them, right? So it's just kind of like, yeah, when people step into that vibe of like, okay, was that burning desire that you're willing to like fight tooth and nail for? Like、yeah. that's part of your soul path, and that that'll lead you there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's、mm -hmm. it's beautiful because it's a lot of times when we're searching, we're on that journey of exploring our soul's purpose mission. We often kind of don't really quite know what it is until we hit a certain point, and then everything starts to come together and align and make sense. But yeah, it's like probably in the moment you're doing it, and you're just like, "This is weird. Why? Why do I keep wanting to do this?" <laughs> and after a certain point, you're just like, "Wow, that this now makes a lot of sense because of how much I'm able to build upon this virtue of truth." Yeah. And then when、yeah. you get bored, when you get bored, you just switch the virtue based off of、yeah. what you're experiencing, you know, and you dive、yeah. into that. So it doesn't、yeah. even need to be like. And this is like earlier today, I was talking to one of our friends, Carl, who came、mm -hmm. over, and like we were talking about that. We were talking about like、um, a virtue can even be you being somebody else's karma, which most yes, people can't. Yeah, you know, like most people can't really <laughs> absorb that one. Yeah, but is like it's it's true. Like sometimes, sometimes you have an altercation with another person, and 
you don't know what that person's been putting out into the cosmos this whole entire time. And maybe they came into contact with you to have like some sort of slapback because mm-hmm. you are the manifestation of their karma for all the shit that they put out into the cosmos. And in that moment from human experience, if you don't have that level of consciousness, like it might look like a 3D, like random thing, horrible thing that ended up playing out. But really it could be like, you are a divine instrument of the cosmos itself and you just have to like roll with it so it's kind of like it's really interesting to see that and being okay to like change your virtue too because i think like a lot of times we feel like oh yeah the only way you can we can develop superpowers or whatever is by thinking in the most most ethical like questionably ethical way that yeah is possible you know what i'm saying like you can yeah. only do light work but bitch right. there's shadow work you know what i'm saying yeah, like it's you have to be able to look at that it's amazing it's amazing yeah so yeah, yeah. it's it's really interesting because ultimately i think it was you who said like you know um a perception is a manifestation you know so if you are able to expand your perception and 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 how you look at something it becomes a manifestation because you're elevating you're breaking through almost like the barriers of the limitations of, of your own levels of awareness. So yeah, it's good to shift things around and look at things from different perspectives. I think that's one of the reasons why I um, kind of expanded so quickly because I have that interest. I have the interest of like going back and forth, mm-hmm. like, like light and darkness, just looking at the two extremes and sometimes things in between. Because right. to me, it's very helpful. And I'm, you know, if I'm super interested in, let's say, discipline right now, you know, I'm going to study the shit out of it. And I'm going to ask a lot of people about how they discipline themselves and why do they do that? Because for a while, it didn't make sense to me because I'm like, I like freedom and creativity. Why you got to like limit yourself? Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's interesting because it's, it's a lot of people only fix themselves in one spot, which is too bad coming back to shadow work that's what i wanted to ask you like so you kind of like do a lot of shadow work and like um i don't know talk about it. i mean like you know like you do so much that i don't even know where to start but yeah. um yeah wherever you feel like you, if you yeah got the vibe. i will share um kind of how i started in shadow work so i was i was out of the christian world and i was practicing reiki and they had told me God and Jesus and like, yes, this is where you need to be. This is your purpose. And I was like, yay, jackpot. I'm staying here for a long time. You know what I mean? And then I started to notice a pattern basically within myself and other people that if, if there's something you're supposed to work on, your soul wants you to look at and work on and you keep avoiding it, um, then the message keeps coming back in different ways but it's the same message repeating itself and every time when it comes back it becomes more intense and then the next wave is even more intense to the point where you know you're like half dead on the side of the road or your your health completely breaks down or one of your pets has to like be hospitalized and i'm just like how do i get out of that i don't want to (laughs) i don't i want to get ahead of this pattern i want to get ahead of this like thing that I'm seeing right and I asked God is there a secret way to get around it um and without doing witchcraft black magic because to me that's cheating you know Mm -hmm. and um he came back and he said discipline 
and I was like, oh shit, I don't have discipline. So I took like a whole month, like working on discipline, waking up super early and working out every day. And after a while, I realized, okay, I went back to him and I said, okay, uh, anything else? Because I know you're not done. <laughs> and he said, shadow work. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I was like terrified of it. And to me, it sounded like I'm going to be interacting with demons, a lot of dark entities and all that stuff. And I didn't even want to touch it. And you just said, just go do some research, read about it, do research, start practicing on yourself. You'll realize this is really where you want to be. If essentially you want to go fast, because I, I like to go fast. It's almost like, how, what's the secret to like, what's some shortcuts you got going on that I can know about? And he said, the sh- all the shortcuts are hidden in the darkness, in your subconscious, basically in your fears and all your trauma, all that stuff. That's what the gold mine is. It's just people don't like to look at it. That's where it's mm-hmm. hidden. And so since then, I've been working really, like I've been just like maybe obsessed with it because I've witnessed it myself, how quickly it happens. And I tell my clients this all the time, okay? I'm gonna make it fun because it ain't, if it ain't fun, I ain't doing it. And I told mm-hmm. God this too. If, it, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it on people. Like if, if every time they come in, they're just destroyed and they're crying and they're like thrown into this dark eye of the soul and not knowing what to do. I'm like, I'm not doing shadow work. Um, but then I realized kind of the pattern has been if you have courage to face your own darkness, just that act in itself is enough to clear out a lot of what you need to know and, and kind of expedite your process that you don't need to clear 100% of your shadows. You just look at maybe five, 10% and huge payout comes along the way. And it's a different perspective because instead of having it chasing you all the time and in the background and, and scaring you, you know, if you, if you feel well and balanced enough, or maybe sometimes you're forced to look at your shadows, but every time you do it, it's very powerful. Um, so that's why I like, I love shadow work. Because I realized this is this is a secret sauce to going fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love like you said so many good things right there. Um, number one is the shortcut. I think that's the way like really resonates a lot. Is like there are like so many people ask for like I shortcuts. You know, like oh, how do I like how do I start branding reality like a pro or whatever? And like yeah, yeah. the shortcuts there. Like you could definitely do it, but you're not going to take the road to get the freaking shortcut anyway because most of the time like you have to look at the fact that your own personality is a lie like it's there it's Mm -hmm. it's living right and it does have Mm -hmm. an existence you have to honor it it's not like you're gonna kill it but like if you believe that you're the entirety of your own personality then you'll never really understand the full depth of what you're capable of because you're always gonna be playing in that framework and then for for like you know those shortcuts to really come through like again it comes down to perception like you have to be able to change not only how you look at reality but how you even look at yourself and like what you're capable of like how you actually feel about things i think like in shadow work the thing that's most important about it is being real with yourself and like the shadow 
you know, in Antohai, we go over like the fact that like the shadow is associated to your throat chakra, and mm-hmm. that's also associated to wisdom, authenticity, uh, you know, even gateways into the afterlife and stuff like that, and like even your own perceptions on what the afterlife is and how it works, and like you know what if you believe that there's only a heaven and a hell, that's going to be very limiting to the authenticity of what infinity actually means, and like it comes down to really understanding that you're just infinite being that like ultimately if you're not looking at the fact that there's some part of you that likes to be a douchebag from time to time or you know there's some other part of you that is like you know it's not something that you're going to publicize and and probably even tell a lot of people but you know that it's there you know that's something that allows you to say okay we're not going to keep having this blinder in front of us saying this is the character that I am. No, like, okay, I am kind of like so kind of super dark. And, you know, I really do like doing this other type of shit that rest of society thinks is taboo. Boo, right. if you open up the doorway, right? It's just really yeah. the shortcut is just being honest with yourself, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's why I kind of... Go ahead. That's why I kind of also I'm like, you know, I don't shadow work is cool because yeah it gives you the illusion of the shadow that's there but it's not really dark because like that would be ultimately saying that every truth is a shadow you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure and it's like ultimately what is what is quote-unquote dark is it just the unknown and the unseen the things that you've been running away from or the things that you're working so hard to hide from the world or hide from yourself but it's still an aspect of you so yeah and the the afterlife aspect of this that resonates with me because I didn't know that I was gonna have to dive super deep into understanding afterlife and my perception of it and death in general and that transitional point and the the, the world between yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah I'm mm-hmm. always playing I'm always blowing Nick's mind with it because, like, the other day he had this, like, epiphany. It's funny because, like, you're with somebody for, like, eight to almost ten years, almost a decade, right? And, like, Mm -hmm. you think, okay, they've absorbed all the shit, all the magical shit that you're saying, but (laughs) apparently not. So, like, eight years later, somewhere, he, like, most recently had this epiphany that, like, what if we're all dead right now? Like, Mm -hmm. what if, like we're all kind of like in limbo and we're in between worlds and we're starting we're remembering our past life of who (laughs) we used to be and we're trying to reconcile anything that is like still karmically tied right like like things that we had unresolved like maybe saying that thing that you had to say to that one person or doing Mm -hmm. that one thing that you were actually supposed to be doing because you've always wanted to do it right like what if this is the in-between like the netherworld and we're just supposed to be like fulfilling ourselves and that's where the word dharma comes from and i was first of all like where the fuck did this come from like you don't talk like this right yeah and then i was like (laughs) i was like okay like you know this i mean technically based off infinity yeah we're all kind of we're all dead right now and we're all alive at the same time and we're all like ascending but we're all simultaneously descending and it's just Mm kind of like this weird thing where you like that's one that's even part of shadow work like the other day you had like a really powerful shadow work experience where you basically had to you know what you were telling me that you basically had to like write a letter of like if you Mm. were to die right now or whatever right like would you be okay Mm. with it and how would you operate like that's some dark shit but like at the same time you need to be able to like look at that and be like okay if i die right now what's gonna happen to everything else i put out there you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
yeah and it's it's it is interesting like because once you dive into it deeper and deeper and deeper and you have more trust the the things that you start to channel or come through it's just like some of it on the surface does feel like twisted but once you like surrender into it you realize that's fucking genius like <laughs> okay yeah you're right maybe i do have some lingering fear around death and i need to surrender that because what is the point of holding on to these fears if they're not helping me to live more fully if it's blocking my life energy and that's mainly why they asked me to do it and then after i did it i felt so much better Ooh. yeah but i struggled totally. with it i struggled for like a whole week i was like fighting with them like you guys are disgusting and sick this is so twisted why would you ask me to do this it doesn't make any sense and it, there was no like premonition of me dying anytime soon but it's just like they're just like just go do it right now yeah just say your piece almost yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then so you can not have to worry about that in your subconscious because it's not you something that, t- yeah i took the steps I, like, yeah you already took care of about, it yeah. yeah 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 and thought about yeah. like what's gonna happen when i cross over where do i want to go you know weird stuff like that yeah and we were talking too about like, the fact that like we're now at the spiritual level, spiritual level, that like, even if we died, we know we would still have contact with the people we care about and we would still mm-hmm. be able to guide them however it is that's necessary, yeah. you yeah. know? And like, it's funny because like, we were like talking about how we were like, we were, we were prepping our family. Like, these are the things that you should be looking out for if I pass and like, you know, like, yeah. just look for this sign, you know, it's me. You know? Right. And then it's like, I, I was like, just writing about like, this is what I believe and know is going to happen after I die and this is how you can access me and I don't want to I really hope that you don't waste any energy thinking that it is your fault because something as as a big event like someone's death it is already determined you know mm-hmm. predetermined there was nothing that anybody could have done and so most people I feel most people like waste a lot of energy during that time mm-hmm. feeling bad mm-hmm. shaming shaming themselves blaming themselves i would rather people yeah. use that energy to like heighten their spiritual like psychic awareness because that's like prime time i feel like there's like a gateway that opens and everybody is looking and reflecting them on themselves reflecting on death you know what i mean like mm-hmm. their own death yeah so, their own mortality and what they've yeah. been doing and what not they've been doing yeah, yeah. Totally. and then it's like just open yourself up if you're ready i'm available i'll be available you know if you can't if you don't feel comfortable talk to these my friends they'll help you you know mm-hmm. yeah it's so weird it's such a weird experience but very very rewarding coming out of it i'm like okay i feel better now <laughs> so okay backtracking a little bit yeah um because you just said something that I know is probably triggering somebody right now, right? So the fact that like all of our deaths are predetermined, essentially, mm-hmm. um, you know how somebody can, somebody can twist that shit on you and be like, you're saying that my newborn baby was supposed to die? Like, I think we need mm-hmm. to touch up on that. Um, okay, okay, yeah. Just a little bit, what's your perception? It. Yeah, <laughs> what's your, what's oh, your perception? Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I actually, it's like, it, it was something that they confronted me early on that there's something that really triggers me about things like that in the world, like that type of evil where, mm-hmm. where children are, um, you know, something bad happens to them and they die early. 
um and it was like I was already a mom by then so I, I, I every time I would see that they kept bringing news and YouTube videos and stuff like that and like whispering my ears about it and I'm just like what do you want me to do with this um I just had to come to a place where I realized that all souls are eternal and all souls are powerful and that you know nobody is kind of like brand new mm-hmm. no one and that if a soul has decided to kind of um, have a life like this a short one um, there's definitely a higher meaning for it even if we don't quite understand in the beginning you know we're in the moment um, but yeah it's it's a really tough you know thing to kind of think about why mm-hmm. a soul would sign up to do that and it might be just to show people how life is fleeting how you know that it can't be so powerful even if your life is short it can still be a powerful one mm-hmm. absolutely and sometimes in death it's more powerful yeah you know what I mean so like yeah. that's that kind of the stuff I I thought about and I looked at I was just like Ugh. and the whole time I was processing it I was so fucking emotional I was like fuck this world man you know what I mean? like all these awful things are happening to children of the world you know like yeah it's kind of you know I have a soft spot for that for sure but I I had to come to a place where I'm just more balanced about it more neutral about it and still be able to be like helpful yeah yeah no for sure um damn so I mean I think it's yeah this where do I start um I let's talk about greatness right and like a short lifespan like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I if you're somebody who's ever been around somebody who's like really great rather they are you know able to influence the world with their music or just influence other people's lives with like their virtues coming back to their virtues right like you know that like when those people when those people dip out it was Mm -hmm. supposed to happen like you can feel it it's a it's an energy that you absolutely 100 feel and they even know it too because they'll say some shit that's like oh yeah oh they they said this one thing right before it happened they knew it was coming you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of like this i've seen that with two people that i really care about Mm -hmm. and i've actually seen it with other people too but like um when my mother passed away my mother passed away like 56 and she was like super fucking young and she had such a huge impact on so many people's lives Mm -hmm. that when she passed away it was almost like the and it was so weird because the day like the day before she had called me and she said um yeah at the time i was dating like um i was i was in a polyamorous relationship so i was dating somebody else and i was dating nick at the same time and Mm -hmm. she was like hey when you come over, she's like, come over tomorrow. And she's like, leave the other one. Just bring Nick. Cause she didn't like my other like boyfriend. And I was like, okay, fine. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. no big deal. So I said, fine, I'm going to get my shit together. I'll be there tomorrow. And like, mm-hmm. that was, that was a day before she passed away that she already, like, she was almost like giving me the final messages, like dump this asshole. And also right. like, you need to come over with all this shit so that you can like prepare. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was a really weird experience that when she passed away, I felt a lot of anger because I was yeah. like, man, she's like such a fucking dope so, person. Yeah. She's right. done so many things. Like, how is it possible that somebody like that mm-hmm. is just taken from the world? Like, it didn't make sense to me. But then yeah. 
finally I, I came to some conclusion, which is like, she impacted all the people that she was supposed to impact in this lifetime. And she mm-hmm. got all of us to the place that we needed to be in, which is a self-awareness of like, all we can do is try to make other people's lives better. Like you have to try to make other people's lives better for your own life to somehow become better. Right. And it was like this, this weird epiphany that like, this was her time to go. Like she did what she needed to do. She completed her soul contract. And for Mm -hmm. years she had been saying even that like, I can't wait till this shit's done. Like I'm so ready to like leave this fucking body and travel the cosmos or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, she would just put that out there. The second mm-hmm. person it happened with was with my father-in-law. And, um, you know, it was weird because the day he passed away, like, right, he passed away in surgery. And mm. when he was going into surgery, he said, he looked at the clock and it was 333. And oh. he said, oh, look, they come for me. He was like, I'll see you later. And he didn't come back. Like, he knew and that moment that it was time you know yeah and he he was one of those people too that like had gotten to that it was crazy they were both gemini's um they were both crazy as hell super cool you know and it was just kind of like okay again when that happened i had this other anger i'm like wow what is like what an amazing person like yeah yeah like what the fuck and i got angry again and i was just I, i i after some time it hit me that like he impacted again so many people but then there came a point where people were using him as a crutch and they weren't assuming his their own power and he checked out so that he could keep everyone accountable of their own energies and their own actions Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and that was another kind of like whoa like crazy you know um and i even just think about like all these these major artists too like jimmy hendrix freaking amy winehouse like yeah they all die like around like in their 27 ishness vibe you know Mm -hmm. like they had all this greatness they had their fruits you know they experienced what they want to experience and then bye i'm out like you know what i mean like so there's so much of that that like when we sit down and we look at that and even like the greatest masters of all time like some of them didn't have as much of an impact as we know today until well after they were gone you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's just like they came here to set the foundation and their absence was actually the catalyst that like mm-hmm. changed the world you know so yeah. crazy it is crazy because death is so powerful it's mm-hmm. like the absence of someone can be just as powerful with their presence and it's it's like you know it does it just makes you think a lot deeper when when you're confronted with that yeah and i think i think too like when you lose somebody like you know like my my those two people that i told you about like Mm -hmm. one of the things i think that really resounded to me is like i didn't love them i i get so teary when i Mm -hmm. even think about it but i didn't love them yeah i didn't love them enough when they were here i kind of like took that for granted you know what i mean because i never thought they would go anywhere you know what i'm saying and like it yeah. was so weird and now i'm like looking at it like that was my lesson like i need to love everybody around me as much as possible because mm-hmm. i don't know when they're gonna like physically not be here anymore and yeah. even though yeah we're shamans we can call them up it's never gonna be the same as like no. having a zoom call with them you know what i mean like yeah it's so no crazy. it's different it is different it's, it's not exactly the same it's it's a privilege to have this ability to be able to like communicate with the dead but it's still gonna be different yeah Definitely yeah different. you're never gonna like you're never gonna feel the squishiness of hugging mm-hmm. them or anything like that yeah mm-hmm. so it's 
like the full body sensual experience you know in their presence and being with them and being able to like fully love them with the totality of who you are like as a human it's different yeah you know it's different yeah. but yeah, yeah. And, and i think we, we always need to be reminded of like you know just have gratitude and love as as much as you you can and be able to express love and a lot of times people forget that i forget that yeah. sometimes and i have to be reminded and sometimes they have to talk to me about death to remind me that mm -hmm. you know let go of your insecurities or your fears or whatever just express your love express you know whatever yourself whatever it is so yeah and sometimes death is even a release like it's, it's a lot of people are really suffering in their own yeah. body in their reality and it's just too much and they just was like i can't this is too much i've done enough you know and i just need to be somewhere else now this is mm -hmm. it's, it is it's, it is a difficult world here in the physical world so you know it's not yeah. it's not for every soul and it's not for every soul to want to grow old either yeah some people don't want to grow old they don't want to see yeah. themselves get all wrinkly and shit you know yeah so. they don't want that experience you know they almost just like what's the point mm -hmm. totally also the that. fact that like you know like certain like certain souls come in with a specific kind of karma as well like sometimes mm -hmm like you were a really shitty person in another lifetime and then you got reincarnated here and like you had a short lifespan that was almost like the the same accumulation of the goodness that you could have in this reality based off of like what you did previously mm -hmm. um other people also even come in and they're just like hey i just want to have a short experience just to kind of like dip my toes into like what life is right and like how can you yeah. know what what the importance of life is if you don't experience death either right like mm -hmm. so every day people are trying to like avoid death or they live their life in avoidance of death instead of being like like change the fucking narrative the script the perception on that and be like what if i'm what if i'm afraid of avoiding living you know what i mean like what well, yeah. like that should be the void that should be like the yeah the, the void fear. that could yeah the the fear the change that should happen yeah the other thing too the last thing i want to add to that is just like virtue coming like right back around to virtue mm -hmm. um you know one of the things I remember a lot of people saying around when I like when my mom passed away was like, oh, actually, you're not crying. Oh, actually, you don't like you're not going through like the motions that regular mm -hmm. people go through. Mm -hmm. And I remember just being like, because my mom wouldn't have wanted me to do that. Like my mom would have wanted mm -hmm. me to be happy because yeah. she wanted to transition. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. She also would want me to like not get caught down because my mom was about that she was about being happy having fun changing people's celebrate. lives you know and right celebrate you know like if anything let's be happy for the fact that like you know she's gotten what she's want she's gonna travel she's gonna go to dope ass places that i can't go yet and i'll yeah. meet up with her when i have to like i didn't mm -hmm. lose anything you know it right. just changed mm -hmm. yeah 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 for sure yeah and that's like kind of like my perception too you know i know it's going to be hard when that happens like how can anybody be celebrating somebody's death authentically celebrating you know but that's what i would hope for mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. for sure mm -hmm. so yeah i guess we are talking about dark, dark alchemy today we were talking we were like oh <laughs> we should talk about yeah we should talk yeah, about dark is, alchemy yeah death is like such a taboo subject you know it's such a difficult like subject to delve into yeah 
Yeah. And death is also part of the shadow. It's like that blackness, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, when they, when they even, they consider the shadow and they consider death to be That's black. One and the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, it's dark, right? It's like, a, yeah. it's like the absence of life uh, or light in some yeah. way. Um, which is like, really, when you even think about it, like how funny you die, like death is a perpetual aspect, no matter what you do. Like, even if like, you know, today you didn't want to die tomorrow you don't have the same kind of cells that you had and and their entirety that you had today you know what i mean you're yeah. like constantly changing so like the old image of who you used to be is pretty much dead like even thinking about the fact that like today you decided not to show up to work anymore right like because you know mm-hmm. the office sucks like you chose death like right. you chose to kill that thing you chose to kill a habit like whatever it is and like death is not doesn't always have to be a negative and i think that only like culture and like humanity in general especially spirituality tries mm-hmm. to make it seem like like it's just like this huge thing that needs to be traversed but really it's a it's an a spell it's an alchemy spell just like any other mm-hmm. you know yeah right just just like there's reiki there's also you know, like some sort of death alchemy that works right yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. no death is to me now is just transformation and if you're high enough you're doing transcendence you know mm-hmm. like so to me it's an everyday thing talking yeah. about like practice it's an everyday thing I'm always looking at my perception and if there's anything I need to work through and if there's anything I need to dive deeper into if there's anything I need to let go of Right, anything that is like too stagnant or rigid is going to hold you back, essentially. That needs to die for sure because it's going to yeah. hold you back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, it's not like I had all these like opinions about things, and then sometimes it'll just come back and they'll challenge me. My spirit guides will just challenge me and be like, "Well, why do you think this? Why do you have judgments around that? Where did that come from? You know, and why?" And I'm like, "Because in the past life, I abused my, I abused my power. What do you want from me?" And they're just like, so let it go and don't worry about it or heal yourself, whatever you need to do, get deeper into it. Why do you, because for a long time, I was afraid of my own power, just power in general. Because it's had such a negative, you know, stereotype around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's And that's the other thing, too. Like, I mean, power, just like death, it has like that negative vibe to it. But it yeah. can also, like, it could be a good thing, right? Like power doesn't need to be used in the negative it, you can acquire shit in the power and do something really amazing in the world yeah for mm-hmm. sure so, but so then if you're afraid of power as a concept in the negative aspect because how society is judging it you will you won't even get into it at all you will you will you know kind of like hold yourself back so you mm-hmm. quote unquote don't become too powerful so that you, you deny, won't be corrupted you, yeah yeah you deny your own power and then yeah. you're like wondering like why am I why don't I have more real estate over reality because right. like you're a contradict you're a walking contradiction like quite literally yeah why do I feel powerless you know yeah oh my god yeah it's the way you yeah the way you just said that like well, how do I feel yeah no I can't I can't no, I can't, edit. <laughs> can't, you can't, I just can't my brain is it's just floating right now um but yeah so okay this is such a good co- conversation um talking about like um let's first let's talk about like Antohai like what's been your experience with Antohai well like um 
you know, why why would you tell somebody they this might be the right path for them? Like like tell us about that because you're you're the only uh onto high alchemist in Seattle, right? So like uh, that's hey, a huge thing. For hey, now. hey, for hey. now. Come and um, get me. <laughs> right. So yeah. I think that's been a really cool. Like we were celebrating the other day that like you had like your first major, like major, major client, um, even yeah. though you've been working with other on high stuff, but you had like your major win. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, tell, tell us about like that. Like, I think that's really important for people to hear because I think sometimes people are like, oh, like, you know, on high is just like any other energy modality or whatever. And like, I think it's helpful for other people to hear, you know, yeah. the alchemists that have gone through it, you know? Right. So the reason why I started searching for Anto High was because I started to feel um, a cap to my abilities as a Reiki practitioner. And I looked at all modes of Reiki, like that was on the market at the time. And everything that I would just kind of feel into and delve into, I just felt like it's it's parallel. It's nothing that, that was blowing my mind. It's nothing that was really ahead or advanced um, until I came to Antohai. I was actually looking for quantum Reiki because I'm like, quantum Reiki, that sounds amazing. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like it does because mm-hmm. it's like a quantum leap. Um, shortcut. I love shortcuts. And I started to do research on that and then I came across Antohai and it was just the way you were talking about things. It was blowing my mind and yet a little bit triggering and offensive at the same time. And usually I know if something is triggering to me, I have to look at it. I have to like kind of realize, okay, why is it that is triggering when he says, I'm an ascendant master? I was like, because you can't be, but Jesus is an ascendant master. You're not Jesus. And then my spirit guys were talking to me like, do you even know what he meant by ascendant master? And I was like, no. Then why are you judging based on what you know? And so I started diving into it and I realized Antoha is a system that really allows you to like customize your own alchemy. After a while, you start to live it. You start to like create your own spells and alchemy. And it's like, it. I was looking for something essentially that was gonna take me as high as possible. That there was no limit because I love freedom. I love being creative with with energy um, and like, I love being able to do my own thing so that's the thing about Antoine that I just love there's so much like potential to just like be as authentic and as powerful as you want to be while doing mm-hmm. good for the world so it's to me it's really exciting because I don't I don't really see a cap I don't really see like I'm not even close. <laughs> no, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like I'm, it's just so infinite. Once you get into it, you're at first you're overwhelmed, but once you're like more familiar with the, with the languages, you realize, wow, okay, I can just customize and do my own thing and make it my own because we're all unique in our own way. The more we learn about ourselves, we realize, oh my gosh, I am so, I am different yet the same, but you know, talk about the differences but the differences is what what's gonna make us shine really mm-hmm. you know yeah. like I mean, in Seattle there could be like five different Antoine shamans let's say but we're all gonna be different still even yeah, if you're it's all gonna have your school. own 
yeah yeah Don't focus mm-hmm. yeah like i'm really kind of heavily focused on shadow work because i'm like this is a shortcut guys um <laughs> and i'll make it fun don't worry um so i'm more into that more into authenticity so if part of like what is authentically aligned with your nature is a little bit more darkness or understanding the hidden secrets of the universe which is ultimately what i'm after then freaking onto high is is it <laughs> so for me it's super aligned yeah nice yeah mm-hmm. so like yeah just a, a bigger perspective i guess for people who are listening like you focus on shadow work i particularly just focus on manifestation like i yeah. manifest for other people you love that you know? right yeah and mm-hmm. then like our friend carl specifically only like breaks curses and does shit like that because that's yeah. his interest you know (laughs) so like there's a little bit of something for everybody um and then you know like one of the things is like sometimes when when I when I share Antohai's message with people like people find it really hard to believe that like all of you ends up evolving not just like your energy work but also your psychic abilities and the way you're able to like look at this into the future and the way that you're able to do this and that like it all happens all at once do you do you agree what was your experience with that oh my gosh yeah it's um i would say yes it's all at once it's 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 so much more it's everything that you talked about like your abilities increase and then your your ability to manifest your highest truth increase and your ability to get what you want in this life increases like right now i'm feeling like I don't have to do much in this reality. I just need to perceive it and it happens. And that's part of manifestation, right? So it's, it's, it's mind blowing. The more you get into it, the more you're just like, whoa, I am a creator of my universe Mm -hmm. because all I have to do is think about it and it happens. Somebody will come. Usually if I have a question in my mind, I'm doing research and I have a question. I'm like, I am a little bit stuck. And I will ask it in my mind. And within a day or two, someone else will come and tell me the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like that or something I really want. And I know it's like really connected with my heart. Then eventually it happens. I want someone to call me. They call me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you manipulate so many different things. Like you and I, sometimes like we just talk to each other without really talking to each other. And we just yeah. know like what the other person is experiencing. We'll even channel the same shit like what the other day the other day i was channeling a specific um alchemy spell or whatever and then yeah. i came to you in a dream and i told you all about it and then <laughs> yes. you're like you you're messaged like, me in the morning this is aligned with Antoha. and i was like oh okay that's interesting in my dream and the next day yeah. you tell me about it i'm like what <laughs> yeah and when you were like oh yeah no you already told me about this i'm like what like i literally just <laughs> discovered this yesterday so like in my sleep i still had to talk to you about it you know what i mean so it's just like right. it's really cool it's really cool to have those abilities and it's just like second nature like it's not like even weird anymore um where a lot of people are just like is that even possible i think that's like really cool so um yeah i just wanted to like kind of touch up on that because i think it's really important to people hear your experience doing it and like how you're using it um so like now like would you say like what's your manifestation practice like what do you do to manifest um for me i i've been working with my heart and my divine feminine for a while maybe like half a year or something and to me i am more i'm really clear that everything needs to ground in love 
from my perspective. So anything that I love, any people that I love, those are my manifestations. And I will continue to cultivate and nurture these people and the things that I love, like my house and, you know, my car and stuff like that. So that's how I usually manifest unless I also get messages from the cosmos to do something for somebody else and then I'll just go and do it or for the world sometimes I get messages like you need to go do this for the planet it's like go and do it and then get like two people along with you to do this together and I'll be like oh sounds like a good idea let's do it yeah yeah no for sure yeah so it's kind of it's like for me it's more fun because it's more fluid um yeah I don't know I'm, I'm really bad like I'm really bad with like structure Sometimes I can't stay within the same structure for very long because I get bored mm-hmm. and I start questioning why, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I so like rigid? So yeah, it's always kind of evolving and changing a little bit. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> it's like, I, I ask everybody that question with their other podcasts because like everyone manifests differently, right? And like, yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of the people that have come through so far, they've been like, oh, you know, like I journal everything and I do this. And like the most basic, you know, it works, but you know, it's the, the regurgitated like journal it, make your affirmation type shit, right. which, you know, it's just not like what everybody does. And I, I really appreciate the fact that you share like, there's a fact that you said that the people that are in your life are manifestations. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think people even fucking look at reality from that perspective. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for the people that are in my life. I'm grateful for the fact that, like, I can be me with, like, you and everybody else. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, if you're not grateful for that, then you're going to lose it, you know? Basically, yeah. And, like, gratitude is so important. And that's that's in love as well, you know? Like, having that gratitude and be present with the people that that you have the privilege to interact with right now that you have the privilege to like you know love or receive their love it's to me it's huge because it took me a long time to get to where i'm at in terms of like have finding people i can connect with at the spiritual level so i definitely value it yeah and that's why we got the Anto high community yes <laughs> yes well yeah, thank that's- you Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go say whatever I was going to say, like, another thing about Antoine that I really appreciate is that it is truth-based and it's, it gives you perspective in the light and, you know, from the shadows. Because that's the thing about you I really appreciate. Without, without going to the areas that's too dark, I guess I should say. Yeah. Because then it's, Wait, it's hard to... Does that make sense? It's kind of no, like... I'm not sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, I feel like Antohai gives, like, both perspectives mm-hmm. and, like, framework mm-hmm. of it. And it it teaches you about both based on, like, what you want to do with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So so that's what I appreciate about Antohai. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being on the podcast yeah. and, like, just kicking it and sharing your yeah. story. Um, where can... All the Seattle homies or anybody who's on that side on the West Coast can find you. Where can they find you to work with you? Yeah, they can find me on um, on my website, zeropointreiki.com, on Thumbtack, Google. Yeah, those are... And it's, it's zero, like, spelled out Z-E-R-O. 
Yeah, Z E R O R E I K I. Oh, right. Zero, zero, zero point, point Reiki. Reiki. Zero、yeah. point Reiki. Point is also spelled out P O I N T. I N T. Yep. R E I K I dot com. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm gonna have you on here again anyway、uh, at some point. So、Yay. until then, we're sending you all the love, and we'll catch you on the next episode.